Hey, thank you for tuning in. If you're new here, make sure you listen to the first seven episodes. If you've been a regular listener, thank you for the support. I really hope this has been of some use to you. The idea was to dispel the notion that to be a runner, you must be a specific type of person. This is the final interview in the first block of eight episodes. It's not the end. I just felt that this block came to a natural end when I interviewed Chris, the episode that's just about to come. All the runners that I interviewed inspired me through my running journey. They had all run at least one marathon, but had all different backgrounds and different ways that they got to that first marathon. I'm so pleased with how it turned out. Thank you to Chris, Talia, Alyssa, Leanne, Carolina, Aaron and Christina. I will be taking July off to rest as this was such a spontaneous project that just took off. Um, I will use this time to plan what to do next. I got the impression that people really like the running series, so there will be more in the future. But it would be really useful to have any feedback on what you liked listening to and what you might like to hear or learn in the future. This is not a running podcast, so I might eventually delve into other topics, maybe. But if you have any areas you are curious about please do let me know and i will look into doing a block of episodes or maybe a one-off if it's really niche you can get in contact by emailing comeagopodcast at gmail.com or alternatively just follow the podcast on twitter or instagram and slide into the dms <laughs> anyway let's get into the episode Hi everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Come We Go, where we go on a journey into somebody else's life and escape our own for a bit. We look at a specific area of their life and we ask them, how did you get here? How did you become this person? It might be interesting to learn from them. It might be just interesting to hear their story, or it might be interesting to realize that you're doing the exact same thing and share in a virtual nod of affirmation so without further ado let's get into the show thank you everybody for joining us today i'm so so excited because today i have christina who is all the way in germany hi christina hi jenny (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for taking the time to join me today you're welcome it's a pleasure (laughs) even more it's an honor as i already said (laughs) i feel very honored (laughs) thank you um i'm really really excited because i know i keep going on about this and you're probably like really embarrassed or tired of hearing me say this but i think my running journey really began when i met you and I was cheering you on at the London Marathon and I was like oh I wish I could run and you were like yes you can run it's really easy and I was like no I can't and you were like no seriously just sign up for a 5k and you'll be able you just do it it's fine and I did and over the course of a few years I ended up even running a marathon yeah so I found you really inspiring so I'm very very excited to to have you on here today so the idea of this is like I was in that position, I didn't know what, how people got into running. It seemed like mm-hmm. this crazy mystical thing and I wasn't sure how to get into it. And I think there are so many people out there who might want to run, but they don't know the journey that people take. And I think mm-hmm. people's stories are so powerful that just hearing your story and how you got into running might inspire somebody else. 
to get into running? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, you run? Yes. Yeah. I'm doing my best in running. <laughs> I, I try to run as good as I can. <laughs> you run pretty, pretty like consistently, I think. I think you're the most consistent runner that I know. Yeah, I was very consistent. So I started like um, uh, 10 years ago. Um, so well I I have been running already when I was a teenager or at university but never like consistently or uh, consequently how do you call it Um, so just you know now I'll go jogging and uh, then I was running something and whatever so and sometimes I wouldn't do anything and I also had years of zero sports and uh, some other years where I was playing handball or uh, karate or whatever so um yeah but in 2010 um a colleague of mine she proposed to participate in some kind of uh, women's run uh, which had 5k and 8k and i think 8k would be like five miles i guess and Mm -hmm. um so we were like, yeah, yeah, let's participate as a team. So we had our company team there and we started training together. So it's when I bought uh, some running pants and uh, <laughs> some running The whole kit, the beginning kit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started without it, but uh, then I realized uh, it might be better with the running, running trousers. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then we started to run. And in the beginning, my running was really hard. Uh, I wasn't able to run 5k either so I was running a bit and then I was exhausted and I had to walk so Mm. uh, and a colleague of mine uh, she was already running like half marathons she was uh, she was always saying Christina you're running too fast you have to start slowly and then uh, you can gradually get better because if you start running so fast in the beginning, you'll just Tied be out of out. breath and mm. uh, you're done. So, uh, so I started training on my own. So at that time, 10 years ago, I had neither smartwatch nor a mobile phone that could uh, track anything or whatever. So um, uh, I was just like just looking going at out. my normal, just, yeah, and looking at my normal watch. And one day I was like, okay, now I want to try just to run thirty minutes. And if I'm only just like moving a little bit, running uh, without getting anywhere, I want to have this running movement for at least half an hour. And somehow I managed. And when I had managed that point, I was actually able to, uh, yeah, run a bit further because uh, knowing that. Uh, yeah, that this half an hour I could do half an hour. Then I I was like able to run half an hour, and then I could like extend a little bit the the distance and everything. So, um, but my uh, uh, boyfriend at that time, he was more of a runner, so he once uh, tracked. <laughs> <laughs> the distance that I did and I was so disappointed because I had thought I had run I don't know how many kilometers and <laughs> at the end I was it was like three or three and a half and I was like what <laughs> I was out for so long and I was so exhausted and I felt like wow I really did a run and I was like yeah it's like three kilometers <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> so well and uh, but I, I I kept going and um, we did this run uh, as a team and our um, colleague she signed us up 
uh, well, we thought we were going for 5K, but she was like, 5K is not a goal. Uh, she signs up for 8K. So we did the eight kilometers and it was uh, that moment, the longest distance I had ever managed uh, in one piece. Mm. So and I think I needed like 56 minutes and I was like really exhausted afterwards. <laughs> But we had a, we had we all arrived together, and it was really great, and it was such a cool feeling of having accomplished and finished. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this finisher feeling is just—it's uh, incredible, uh, incredible. Yeah, mm. so um, that's when I was like, "Wow, cool! I did 8k." So in Hamburg, there's a 10k uh, called Alsterlauf, which is around uh, this lake we have in the middle of the city. It's a big lake, and uh, uh, when you run around it, it's 7.3 kilometers. Mm. So, uh, but this uh, race around this lake is exactly 10k. So I signed up for that one, uh, which is always in September. Mm. And, How long uh, after your 8k did you sign up for that one? I think it was the year afterwards, 2011. I think I ran it for the first time. Yes. Yeah. So 2010, I did my my 8k, and from that time on. I was training more or less. So I was trying to run at least once a week or maybe twice a week, but uh, trying to get up, uh, get my uh, <laughs> my ass from my sofa, sofa. and just uh, <laughs> somehow to, to run a little bit. So uh, I needed yeah, a bit more than a year to get the, to, to, to do this 10K race. Mm. Um, I'm, Thinking, I think, but at that point, I was already ready uh, trying to run it under an hour. Mm. But I did manage because it was around my birthday and I had partied so hard <laughs> that I ran it with a complete hangover and my <laughs> stomach was already like really badly. Oh, so no. <laughs> I was there just destroyed. But I finished and uh, it was really cool. And it's a really, really nice race. So if mm. somebody is uh, ever looking for a nice 10k race in in germany i can mm. only recommend it because yeah. it's, you know it's international it has some nice uh fast kenyans at the front you know mm. with this leading car but anyway it's and it's it's quite big also i don't know how many thousand people but by six thousand or ten thousand something so mm. um and, i love the uh, atmosphere in germany yeah. when especially hamburg when there's a race <laughs> on because i came to cheer on um the half marathon yeah hamburg half and the energy was just incredible it was mm -hmm. honestly like exhilarating. <laughs> yeah, cheering is uh, fun. Uh, many people love to cheer uh, on the races. So yeah. they go there or j they just sit somewhere with a, in, in, in a chair and put on loud music and mm. have a bunch of drinks. And yeah, just cheer my favorite on. thing when I was cheering in the cheer zone was <laughs> runners running up to the, the cheer zone, stopping, taking a swig of beer and then carrying yeah. on. <laughs> it's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, and then uh, when I did the 10K, then I was running a little bit more um, consistently afterwards. And um, I had changed the company and one of my new colleagues was a, a fanatic runner. So he was... Um, determined to get me to the half marathon so I had my inspiration with this uh, colleague his name is Shakir and um, so and he was the one who introduced me to the morning runs so we met four runs before work which was 
the worst thing ever <laughs> in the beginning because I love sleeping and I need a lot of sleep. And uh, usually I get up like the latest moment to... To get to, to, to work, to, rush to work. To get to work, <laughs> to rush to work without breakfast and having <laughs> breakfast in the office, you know, just to uh, use every minute in bed. Yeah, and then this guy came up uh, with... Uh, meeting at 6 a.m. or 6.30 for, for running. <laughs> but then I discovered how cool it actually is. Mm. So the first, I don't know, maybe two or three months were really bad because I was in the office and I was just feeling so tired. And uh, it was 10 a.m. and I was like, it's only 10. I feel like it's two. I'm up already for so long and I'm already so tired. So it was, oh my God. And then I got used to it, uh, yeah. you know, uh, like going to bed maybe a little bit earlier and mm. getting up at six and running at 6.30. And since then, I've always loved running in the morning because mm. you just get up. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm still really sleepy when I start running, but then... Uh, you know, with the fresh air and the city is still yours, you know, mm. because the whole city is waking up and mm. uh, depending on the season, of course, you, you run with the sunrise yeah. and uh, it's just so nice. And when it you finish, nice. you know, and knowing everybody else is asleep is just uh -huh. kind of motivates you a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, cool. Uh, and especially afterwards, uh, it's like you have a shower and you're like, Great. I already did my workout for today. So mm. for the rest of the day, I have the best, uh, I have all the right to sit down on my couch yeah. and not move anymore <laughs> because I already did everything. I had fresh air. I had my workout. So when I come home from work, mm. I don't, and I'm tired, then I, I don't need to get up again mm. for some workout. I'm already done. So it, it was a bit hard at the beginning because I'm not a morning person, but uh, it was definitely worth it. And uh, since then, I've uh, always been running in the morning. So, mm. uh, yes. So that was also the time when I uh, got my first running watch. Uh, to to know you know how far I've been running because um, what I knew only were like uh, from my home around this lake and back uh, was like nine kilometers so I uh, at home I put my uh, my phone on on start uh, uh, like the stopwatch. Uh, how do you call it or uh, yeah, the, the timer watch. yeah the time yeah, yeah. i put the timer. stopwatch on start and started running and when i came back home i stopped it oh <laughs> to <know> my time <laughs> yeah. so uh, yeah but then when i had my first uh, watch uh, like uh, running watch how do you call it uh, really cool so yeah. then i i it, it was actually also fun to get a better time you know to mm. become a bit faster and mm. to know your pace and yeah. uh, to uh, yeah to, to just track track your progress yes. i think exactly track yeah. the progress uh, i downloaded uh, also an app what well, then Strava? I, I also um, no that didn't exist at that time i downloaded runtastic because then i had also gotten an iphone so mm. <laughs> i moved to the world of of uh, <laughs> digital <smartphones. laughs> yeah so uh, i downloaded this runtastic app which uh, you know shows you for each kilometer and stuff and uh the uh, you know the little graphic with the distance or yeah. the, the the way that you run and stuff and this yeah. was really motivating as well and also you know tracking down tracking all the um, accumulated kilometers so mm. when I first uh, 
reached 1,000 kilometers. I was like, wow, I've already run 1,000 kilometers. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so that was really, uh, really good and really motivating. And then uh, in 2013, I ran my first half marathon. So together with uh, two friends. And it was uh, really, really nice experience so it was mm. the hella half marathon where which uh, you know from Chile. yes yeah so, that's such a good uh, half, marathon. First half marathon yes exactly oh. it was really hot that day but um so yeah we, i finished it in i think two hours 15 or something it was quite hard in the end you know like oh the last uh, kilometers but uh, yeah that was really cool to have finished a half marathon mm. so and then this uh, friend uh came up and was like okay you want to run the marathon with me and I was like oh my god this is far too long because when I arrived I was able to walk two steps to the bars and only lean on them and not move any further and my only thought was never ever I'm going to run for one never in my life (laughs) because this was just the maximum what my body was able to do and not one step further Mm. and when I got home uh I went straight to bed while well, I showered and stuff, uh, but then I went straight to bed and slept deeply for two hours <laughs> because my body was just exhausted. Done. I was just so done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember Back when in. I finished my first half marathon, <laughs> yeah. um, I came home and I think I got home at about two o'clock. My friend was driving and then yeah. once we've had, we'd had lunch, she left and I just sat there with wine and chocolate, just feeling so yeah. like I can just sit and drink wine and chocolate all day, even though it's still the afternoon. <laughs> cool. Excellent. Because <laughs> you feel like you've given yeah. so much. It's like, I've done a half yeah. marathon. I can do what I want. Exactly. exactly. It's like now the biggest pizza for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I th- I, actually, that's what I did as well. I had a big pizza. <laughs> Because then I looked at the calories uh, that I had burned that day and was like, cool, more than 1,000. I don't know how much. Mm. (laughs) That's more than a pizza. Excellent. (laughs) Yeah, so the feeling of having finished uh, something like this is just uh, amazing. Mm. So, yeah. So, and then uh, 2013, and when was my first marathon? 2014. So, yeah, only one year afterwards, uh, was my first marathon also in mm. Hamburg so which was uh, I, I wasn't as exhausted after the marathon as I was after my first half one <laughs> mm. <laughs> because I was just more in training and um, yeah and I had eaten so many gels with caffeine that I was just <laughs> that was a lifesaver <laughs> <laughs> completely <laughs> overdone I don't know I was like oh I wasn't even able to sleep at home. <laughs> I was like after 19 cups of coffee. I don't know. <laughs> but that's important that you mention that because I've, um, a few of my friends who run, they're beginner runners, I've like tried to explain to them why gels are important on race day. Mm-hmm. And I think some people just don't, they, they think maybe having a gel, I don't know, maybe they don't know that they can have gels or they don't know enough about them. But it's like, I think, do you think gels help? like they don't take away from your capabilities no they definitely help um because uh, uh your your body uh consumes or, uh, or burns all the carbohydrates that you have so mm. and after some time you need uh some 
to refill. Yeah, you need a refill, exactly. Mm. So you could theoretically, uh, one sort of trainer who said you could also eat some pieces of banana, which would also be fine. Yeah. So, but um, gels are a bit easier to carry. So, and mm. uh, so I, I usually use those gels, which are already mixed with water, because gels without water, uh, then you always have to wait until you get to a water station to take them. And uh, they're yeah. just really ugly when you when you eat them. And it's just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you need to have a little of water. And then your stomach so, just starts to feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, they definitely help. I'm trying not to use them during training so that I, my body doesn't get used to them mm. and uh, only um, use them during the, the races so yeah. that uh, uh, then I get the you full have that burst of boost. energy. Yeah, <laughs> just like sprinting exactly. the whole marathon. <laughs> exactly. So during training, uh, especially during marathon training, um, usually I don't eat anything bef- um, uh, before running mm-hmm. until about 20 kilometers. Uh, only if I do a long run, I have breakfast, but I don't take gels during those uh, runs. Mm-hmm. I only drink water so that during the race, then my body gets the full boost. energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, your first marathon. Yeah, it was in Hamburg and it was, of course, the big event oh my god and <laughs> the worst thing was that uh, the day before or two no some days before my ankle started hurting oh no my uh, uh, yes the the tendons in my in, in my ankle and it got always a bit worse and worse so i was like oh no now i have only two days left before my first marathon what am i going to do shit and uh and the day before, it was so bad that I couldn't even walk properly, and every step was hurting. When we left the pasta party, uh, I I always had to pause on the way to the car because I just couldn't move my left foot because it was just hurting so much. And I was like, "No, tomorrow is the marathon." I was, uh, I was in tears, really. So. Uh, and I was wondering what could I do, what could I do. So on my uh, boyfriend's side, uh, he uh, went somewhere and bought these uh, orthopedic, uh, um, how do you call it, support, uh, this orthopedic support socks, exactly. Uh, and I also bought these, um, um, how do you call them, uh, uh, and uh, compression socks mm. as well. So that's how I started the run then with the compression socks and with this orthopedic uh, thing like <laughs> on the ankle yeah. to, to support it completely. Oh and it was God. fine uh, uh, until the half marathon. Uh, I was okay and uh, I had to take like one uh, painkiller after the half marathon, and uh, but then I was good. So uh, how did you feel afterwards? Met, Afterwards, it was completely fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing anymore. <laughs> I have no idea. I swear to you, I was not able to do one single step the day before of the, the day before the marathon. It was mm. just hurting so much. And the day after, it was done. It was as if... Do you think your brain was like <laughs> playing tricks on you? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, but it was, it was really... It was... A, a pain you know mm. in, the, in the ankle and I uh, 
I know exactly where the plane was, but afterwards it, it disappeared. Was, it disappeared. Even though I it should no have idea. been worse after a marathon. Yeah, exactly. So maybe it was the brain. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the marathon fixed it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yes. But of course, having finished the marathon is uh, just really, it's yeah. just very, very cool. So it's like, wow, you did. You ran 42 kilometers mm. and uh, it was a very, very cool accomplishment. Yeah, it's an amazing experience and yes. a great accomplishment. Yes. So when Definitely. I first met you, you then yeah. said that you'd done nine marathons. Yeah. And this was, I believe... 2017 2016 or 2017 yeah so you'd managed Something to fit in nine marathons in the space of about four years <laughs> yeah how did yeah, you do that <laughs> yeah once you've run the first one uh, always the ones that follow become easier and easier it's do they? the same yes do it's they? the same with the half marathon uh you know once you've done the first half marathon the second one is a bit easier and the third one as well and and so on so mm. the same with the marathon your body uh, your body learns to um learns how to cope with the distance and he learns uh and and, and he's trained and the muscles remember mm. so uh, and you know how you're going to feel at which kilometer and yeah, and everything. Yeah. So what we did then, uh, so 2014 was my first marathon. So then 2015, we were like, okay, now let's do a cool one. Let's do the marathon in Paris. So we inscribed mm. for the marathon, for the Paris marathon, which was in April. And um, we were three friends and uh, we went there and at that, time I had a time goal of 4.15 I wanted to run because I was uh, we were and for the first marathon we ran 4 hours 32 minutes mm -hmm. which was 2 minutes of toilet break <laughs> that, <laughs> that killed the 4 hours 30 uh, so I was like okay 4.15 I want to run in Paris and again I had a toilet break which made it 4.17 <laughs> but uh, Paris was really really nice um, mm. Very well organized, except for the toilets before the. But do you think that people school. should? Do you think that the toilet break shouldn't count? The toilet break time shouldn't count in your overall goal, in your overall like time. <laughs> yeah, well, because <laughs> the queues are so long, it doesn't. Yes. It's not fair. <laughs> yeah, that's it's true. Um, yeah, that's uh, how it is. I got so frustrated when I was running the um, Amsterdam Marathon. Yeah. Because I saw, like, we went through a bit where there was, like, bushes and uh -huh. men could just stop and, like, pee. Yes. And I was so, just like, this yeah. is so unfair. It's so unfair, yes, But exactly. as a lady, I have to, like, wait for a toilet, queue for quite a long time. Exactly. Pee for a minute. <laughs> and in Paris, there were no toilets before the start. There were some, but the queues were just so long. And you had to go to the starting um, coral quite early. And in those uh, starting corals, there were, I don't know, maybe three or four or five or something toilets. So I was, I put myself in line uh, immediately because I had had to go to the loo so I was there in line and when we were uh, when I was already 45 minutes in this stupid toilet line oh, and uh, there were like a, still a few people missing but then uh, our whole block was already moving forward oh, and I was no. like no I'm so <laughs> happy I can't <laughs> 
Oh. oh no and uh well then we had to start and i was all the time looking at oh no where where is the toilet with the toilet and there were no toilets mm. until 10 kilometers so only at 10 kilometers i was finally able <laughs> to go to pee and all the men they were off to the woods you know and i was like oh this is not fair and That's also, like in the starting corals, you know, the, the men were just like uh, just standing behind the, <laughs> the toilet, uh, the cubicle. The toilets. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just peeing. I was like, yeah, thank you, great. <laughs> I think we should, make it more, we should make it more socially acceptable for women to just go behind the cubicle as well and pee. We should, we should try and if all women do it then it's socially acceptable it's okay yeah actually we were a small group of desperate women who were like oh no okay shall we go there okay okay one one sits down in peace and the other uh, cover oh. each other, the, the other one so we were sitting down but then i don't know i was in such a hurry i couldn't really pee you know so yeah I tried, but it was not possible, especially because, you know, the whole starting for everybody was moving forward. And I was like, okay, I, I can't like uh, pee here, even if there are two people covering me. It's not possible. I, so, no. Uh, yeah. Because it's the but same pee. Can... It's the same pee that comes out of a guy. It's just that you're crouching down. So yeah exactly <laughs> oh well yeah so i um, finished finished paris but uh, one of my friends couldn't run because she had a very bad cold and uh so she was very sad but couldn't run so she was so we were like okay then let's run together hamburg again um when you're uh, healthy again so but hamburg was two weeks later so uh, we did the. We took the spontaneous decision to directly afterwards run Hamburg two weeks afterwards to <laughs> to join her and so that she could finish. So uh, well, us three, we we ran together with her. So that was, so two that was the first time. Yes, it was the first time that I did two marathons in two weeks, and it was surprisingly okay. Only that, um, yeah, I started having some some problems in my in my thigh, but um, in the end, it was uh, it was, it was quite okay. It was fine. Yes. Wow. So, and that's uh, when I realized, ah, it's not so bad. And this is uh, how how it started accumulating marathons i can't remember which ones i did when i i would have so many but but then uh, at some moment i discovered those uh, those majors you know so Mm. uh, of course i I ran berlin so and i always had this goal of running in less than four hours which I never managed because there was always something in Berlin when I was like really well on track. I uh, I tripped and fell down and fell over. Oh, and uh, yeah, oh, that was hurting so much. Oh, that sounds <laughs> and, so and then uh, uh, it was like the other runners behind me, they were like, oh my God, are you okay? You know? no. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 I'm not okay. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> I can't manage. <laughs> then uh, oh my god it was hurting so much and my parents were somewhere on some spots uh, during the race and I was always like okay when I see my mom then I will stop there and then I will cry because I was <laughs> just feeling so bad but the problem was whenever I saw them they were always on the other side of the road just like waving but uh, no no way that I could stop there you and know then just I have just a little cry yeah. <laughs> exactly I just wanted to, to pause and cry and then uh, the worst thing was uh, I noticed that my watch had stopped during uh, the crash or during the fall so uh, it had paused and I had 
only noticed like two or three kilometers afterwards. So I had no idea how far I was or how, how much time had passed. Oh, so, okay, no. the distance I could see on the kilometer signs, yeah. but I had no idea how much my, how my time was. Uh -huh. So I was, uh, yeah, uh, there were some four hours runners, but I had no idea from which uh, starting uh, coral or which starting block they were. So, mm. and in the end, of course, when I got more tired, then, you know, my brain didn't work anymore. Then it was yeah. like, yeah, I'm over four hours anyway. So if it's four hours and two minutes or four hours and four minutes, it doesn't matter, doesn't matter. you know? Oh. Yeah, and then I started walking and yeah, like this, you know, if I had just it's continued, all in, it's all it would have worked. It's yeah. really all in the mind. So mm -hmm. it was like in four hours and five minutes in the end. So That's I know incredible though. Yeah, so I know that if I had just continued running, I would have been at three fifty nine. Yeah, so that's uh, that's there's always something. In in Rome, I was getting a really, really, really bad cold, so no possibility. In Chicago, I was so fit, but then I had <laughs> uh, they had those different gels, those Gatorade gels, mm -hmm. and they had like gel jellies. So, and I had eaten so many before the race that when I ran the, when I started the race, I was like, oh, this is not good. And my, <laughs> in my belly, it started, you know, it was like a, a bucket of water, you know, flop, 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 yes. <laughs> like that. And it got like higher and higher. And I was like, in some moment, I, I'll have to puke. There's oh, no, no way. <laughs> and I was feeling worse and worse. And I was always looking for a spot, you know, like an empty tree <laughs> where I could just go behind <laughs> oh, for some relief. But no, there were, I mean, Chicago is great because there's mm. so many spectators, but you don't have any, uh, there's no quiet, <laughs> quiet tree or garbage can or whatever to, to go. So I was, <laughs> I was suffering so much and I was like, oh, I, I do have to stop somewhere now until finally at 24, 25 kilometers, there was a station with toilets. Yeah. So I went into this uh, toilet cubicles the first time in my life that I uh, threw up in a porta potty oh, and uh, it tasted like tummy disgusting. bears yeah it was just really really bad but afterwards I felt better so I walked a bit and then there was a really nice lady uh, with a little uh, bucket with Snickers and Mars and whatever so I had a Snickers and then uh, I was fine again so better. I could continue running yeah. I felt better yeah so Chicago is, uh, is a really nice race. Uh, yeah, so I've, I finished that one, and, but I had to redo Chicago uh, to redeem year yourself. Yeah. To, yeah, exactly, <laughs> to make it a, a nice memory. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so uh, and somehow, somehow I, I started with those majors, and uh, uh, which is. Um, What's another major you've done? I know you've done London. Yeah, I've, I've done five of the six. So I did. Uh, Berlin, uh, Chicago, and New York, and uh, 
London and Tokyo. So and Boston is missing. Oh, yes, so I was I remember Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. So that was really, really nice also. So I was inscribed for Boston this year and then because of the stupid corona pandemic it was cancelled. So that moved it to September. You can do it online. You can do virtual <laughs> Yeah, I got the mail. Boston Marathon will be held virtually. I was like, Yeah, great. Fuck thank off. You. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same it's yeah not. yeah yeah I don't know if they will send you a medal but uh, it won't count for those six stars so no I'll have to do it another year it's okay mm. <laughs> is it hard to get into to do it to yeah it's very hard oh yeah I'm far too slow for a Boston qualification I would need three hours 35 marathon time yeah so no way for me <clears throat> I tried it uh, I had a trainer and I, I tried but uh, whenever I start training hard for more speed something happens with my body so i get some kind of injury so mm. my body is made for long distance long, running slow distance but running. long and slow distance and not long and fast yeah i i <laughs> think i feel fast. the same <laughs> so whenever i i was getting closer to those uh uh, yeah, to under four hours or Boston or whatever, then something happens. Some inflammation in some tendon and some muscle in something. Mm. Then I had problems with my left hip, then with my right hip, then with the thigh, then here and there. So <sighs> I don't know. So I'll maybe it's running, just the universe telling you to slow down and just enjoy the run. And <laughs> yeah, not be exactly. In pain trying to reach a certain time. Just <laughs> exactly. Enjoy exactly. It. Yeah, but it's fun to to have a better time, you know? It's fun to have a new personal best. So, mm. but anyway, um, I'll continue running, so no problem. <laughs> so, I'll just not run for Boston qualification. Yeah, but I mean, you can still you can still go to Boston when it starts, like, again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, I'll go with via tour operator. Mm. Uh, and for this, you don't need a qualification time. Yeah. Um, thank you for telling us like that journey. I think it's really important to hear people's journeys because there are a few things that you said that are like, I don't think, I think people assume that people who are runners and who have run, uh, how many marathons have you run now? Um, 13, I think. 13. So somebody yeah. who is just beginning running and hears that you've run 13 miles, they might not think about the struggles that you went through at the start and, you know, mm -hmm struggling to even finish an 8k or um going through a half marathon and feeling really really tired those things mm -hmm. don't cross their minds they just think oh my god you can run a marathon you know you're amazing mm -hmm. so thank you for sharing that i just wanted you to speak on something that you mentioned earlier about running too fast when you're just starting yeah. out just briefly mm -hmm. why is it important not to run too fast and like just start slowly okay um of course, it's got to do with some chemical processes in your body and <laughs> uh, your uh, VO2 max and whatever. Um, but basically, your body needs to learn how to run faster. So you, your body needs to um, prepare to so that um, so that the blood can take uh, more oxygen. Mm. to transport more oxygen from the lungs through the body how do i explain i this? didn't oh even know God. that this is uh this is too, too chemical um well basically um you 
oh no i can't i can't explain this in uh, in english but um if you run uh, too fast uh, too early then you're just going to be out of breath you have to be able to run in in a speed that you can still have a conversation or a chat uh, yeah. exactly so When you train, especially when you train for something specific like a half marathon or marathon, you should always have a combination of different runs. So you should have the long and slow run where you can still chat. Mm -hmm. And you also need faster tempo runs mm -hmm. in, uh, with another level of intensity intensity exactly so it's very important also to have those intense runs because mm. when you do for example interval training and everything then your body um adjusts the transport of oxygen yeah and um your so your body will be able to cope easier with yeah. faster uh, speed so mm. um and i think this is something you have to train yeah <laughs> and a lot of people just not a lot of people that's me generalizing but new runners might think mm -hmm. you just step out of your door and just sprint for it <laughs> and that's how you run but actually yeah then you do a sprint and then after 100 meters you can't run anymore if you ask Usain Bolt how far he can run uh, at his speed I don't know how far he can run but after 400 meters uh, I guess he's ready he to stop yes yeah. exactly or maybe let him run one kilometer but he won't run uh, a half marathon and in that speed. Uh, speed so exactly um, the, the longer you run the slower you'll you'll be your pace needs to be yes yeah. and some people i think feel like failures if they, if they can't keep that you know high speed that their body isn't used to for a long distance that can put them off running but actually i like to encourage people to just run slowly and just ease their bodies into it because That yeah, first you need the lesson. distance and then you can get the speed into it. So mm -hmm. when you can run five kilometers slowly, you could, you run your five kilometers and let's say uh, uh, slow 35 minutes, you know, then you put yourself the target. Okay, now I'll try it in 33 minutes or now I'll try it in 30 minutes, you know, yeah. and 30 minutes is a pace of six kilometers six minutes per kilometer so and mm. then you can go like okay now i'll try five minutes 50 and yeah. like this and then you gradually get faster and faster and the same goes for 10 kilometers for example or if you run if you're able to run five kilometers in a certain speed then you can extend it to six kilometers or seven kilometers and, yeah. and like this but um, nobody is able to just like go out of the door and sprint, and sprint a marathon <laughs> <laughs> no Okay, um, thank you for sharing that running um, side of things. Now, this is the part of the podcast where I will ask you something completely random and mm -hmm. you need to answer us as honestly as, I guess, as honestly as you want to. Okay. Um, do you read? Yes, I love do reading. Do you prefer reading fiction or nonfiction? Uh, fiction. What is the last book that you read? Can you give us a summary of the last book you read? Um, yes. Uh, I read two books at the same time, more or less, and I finished them more or less at the same time. How, um, first of what, all, before you go into it, how yeah. do you read two books at the same time? Do you read like one today and one tomorrow or 
No, one, one is next to the bed and one is on the sofa. <laughs> so you can read multiple <laughs> books is, in one day. <laughs> yes, or one is in my handbag and uh, when I'm, I don't know, at the hairdresser, I read one and then next to the bed when Maya's asleep, I switch on the little light and then I read some chapters of the other one. Uh, one was uh, uh, one from Jojo Moyes, and um, but I can't uh, I can't remember the English title. Oh, wait, wait, wait a second. Uh, I'll I'll tell you the last letter from your ah, yeah. lover. the Jojo last Moyes. letter from your lover. Yeah, Jojo Moyes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's uh, one I uh, one that I read. Uh, really nice. Uh, um, very deep it's just a nice and uh, nice and entertaining uh, with a little bit of tears in the end oh. and uh, Is it, has it got romance the, yes of course it's got romance, oh, romance. and i don't know if, if you have read books of jojo moyes they're all similar I don't know if i have you for sure for sure you know them if you didn't read the book the movie me before you oh yes oh you for sure you know the the movie yeah i actually i read read that book book. yeah yeah so uh the same author so Mm -hmm. um the 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 books are all similar but they're they're all very very nice and And very easy to read yeah 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 but uh very romantic and and everything so it's very very nice um i think we have very similar reading preferences because i i don't like um non-fiction i like fiction and i like like romance with a hint of sadness yeah i can also only read fiction all uh um, all those uh how do you call uh books that are uh, like non-fiction when it's just about the someone's life or something or like <laughs> no that's might be okay but um but in, in like um you know guidebooks of something you know mm, uh, like self-help oh, like books self-help books is the worst thing ever <laughs> yeah. it's like i don't i don't i just can't when i read them it's for me, it's like, what, what's your problem? Or I don't know. Mm. So I can I only... I tried to read one, actually. Let me, I tried to... Um, let me grab it. Hits on my nightstand. I was like, oh, I, I'm going to try and get into these like self-help books. Uh-huh. And I tried to read this one called Nice Girls Don't Get the Corner Office. Because uh-huh. I think I'm too nice sometimes. I was like, I need uh, to be okay. assertive. Uh-huh. I'm going to be honest. Like, it was just... It was boring. It was just <laughs> things that... Exactly. They're boring for me. It's just so. basic things as well. It was like, it was a waste of my money, but... Oh, well, you gave it a try. That's I important. gave it a try. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the other book that I read um, was just uh, was a German book. It was a thriller. Um, because we found out that the lady who lives above us uh, is an author. And she mm. writes uh, fiction thrillers. So she came down... Uh, one one day and gave me one of her books to thank me for the nice neighborship or how do you call it <laughs> for being nice neighbor so that was uh, her book that i read which yeah. was also nice oh that's so cool so the final part of the podcast i'm going to give you 30 seconds to let me set the scene actually somebody out there is listening to this podcast and they are you know, they've been running for a while now and they're considering running their first marathon. But in their mind, it's this big scary thing and they're not sure whether they should do it. And I'm going to give you 30 seconds to just encourage them to sign up to their first marathon starting okay. now. Okay. When I started running, I wasn't even able to run five kilometers. So, and I ended up running 
several marathons a year, even six marathons and uh, three marathons in six weeks. So if you can run 5K, you can run a marathon. You only have to train for it. That's all. It's like in every sport, in everything, you have to want it and you have to practice it and uh, then anybody can do it. So you can do it as well. You just have to want it enough. The training sometimes is a bit boring, especially the long runs, but you feel really good after having accomplished the long training runs and then lying on the sofa, your feet up and having a <laughs> nice food. And then after having uh, finished the marathon, it's an even better feeling. So go for it because you can. Sign up. And then you get a medal at the end, which is great. And you get a finisher medal, yay. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much, Christina, for joining me. Thank you for having me. And I'll speak to you soon. Okay, okay. bye. <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>